welcome to, hold on, oh god, my microphone slipped down right before I started. I don't know how that happened. Welcome to the Jen Murphy Show, episode, it's been a month. That's the name of this episode. I think it's been a month. Ugh, I feel awful. I don't feel awful, but uh, it's been a long time. I, ah. I just, so many things happened that made me doubt whether I should keep doing this. But uh, I'm going to put out this episode and we'll see if it gets, if there's still people listening, watching, caring. Uh, I just, I don't know, it all started at the beginning of August. Uh, I think the last episode I did was probably after a comedian friend of mine's uh, son got killed in an awful car crash. And then I was like, it's just, sometimes when there's really horrible stuff happening to other people, I have a hard time coming on here and talking about like, oh, sometimes I feel sad. I'm just like, oh my God, I feel like such an asshole. And it's not that this has to all be about sad stuff, but you know, the reason I started doing this in the beginning was after being in lockdown for a long time and just feeling like I was going crazy. There were certain points where I'm like, uh, am I going to be committed to a mental hospital at some point in my life? And I don't feel that way, but it was a good way to um, just talk about all the shit that I was feeling. And then there's just been so much other stuff happening that I just, uh, the last thing I've wanted to do was, was talk about myself, honestly. So I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this weekly. Uh, I feel like it, it was, it served its purpose when I started it. I appreciate all the support I've gotten. I also want to say that right now, uh, seeing myself in this, it looks like my camera is super grainy and weird. So I don't know what's happened to my computer, but if it doesn't look good visually, I apologize. I don't know what's going on. It's not looking good to me at the moment, but I don't know. Maybe I need new glasses. And if you're just listening with your ears and not watching on YouTube, then you won't know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't look great. It, anyway, that doesn't matter. So beginning of August, it was tragedy. And then it seems like it's just been continuing a little bit. Uh, a few weeks later after that, there were some comics that overdosed. Although a lot of people don't want to use the word overdose uh, because um, they did some coke that had fentanyl in it, fent fentanyl. So I've spoken to a few people that are close to the comics that died and they're very angry because they're like, that's not an overdose, that's murder. That's whoever sold them that coke or whoever made whoever cut the coke and put the fentanyl it that's murder it's when you what which i understand because if you're 
picture is in the news and it says overdose. It just it makes it sound like they were extremely irresponsible and did way too much of something. I've never done coke, so I myself feel like there's always a risk anytime you do a drug, but at the same time, people should enjoy drugs if it's safe, if it's, um, you know, if you do something in moderation, I guess, I don't know. It's a very tricky subject, but getting back to my original point, people were upset because somebody made this drug with, uh, you know, cut it with fentanyl, which, you know, can kill people. So I don't know. The whole situation is just so sad. So that happened. And then my grandmother passed away. Uh, it's just been a lot of stuff happening in the last six weeks. And... It just made me not really want to come on here and talk about myself, but I guess I can come on here and talk about the stuff that's happening to other people. It just, I don't know, the, besides my grandma, because she was 93, so she fucking succeeded. That's a success. That's a successful life. Um... I did visit her a couple times right before she passed away, and I'm pretty sure I gave her her last meal, which was a lot of chocolate ice cream. That's all she wanted. She was barely coherent and couldn't really eat very well, but I spoon-fed her. Uh, she wanted chocolate ice cream, so that's what I gave her. It's also interesting because um, I'm her granddaughter, but she has five other daughters who a couple of them didn't even want to go, like, visit her. I think it's hard to see people in that state. It's hard to see people when they're not the person that they were when you... You know, they, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this has probably had somebody die. I don't know. This was my first experience with somebody really close to me that I really saw, like, the life kind of gone from their eyes. But I was okay. I mean, I, I was able to sit with her for a couple hours, even though it's extremely depressing. But there's some people who can't. There's some people who just can't go see their mother or see somebody in that state. So I'm glad I could be there. But um, like I said, like, yeah, what was, what was my original point? That her life was a success. But seeing, but to see people who, I don't know, I guess because I've made 
so many bad choices. Not so many, but I've definitely risked my life a few times, probably just by being ignorant or I don't want to say stupid, but, you know, whatever. Just And you just never know when that that one choice you make that one risky choice you make is going to be the end. I mean, I definitely could have died quite a few times, I think. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just creepy. It's, it's sad. Um, it's sad that one night you were like, yeah, this sounds like a fun party. And then you just never wake up from it. And I don't judge people at all for wanting to have a fun party. But, you know, this, uh, I think this fentanyl thing has been a problem for a while. And I think you got to, I guess, if you enjoy doing drugs, you got to really be super careful where you're getting them from. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I like to drink. And a lot of people are like, you can't say you don't do drugs because you drink. And that's a drug. And I I do not dispute that at all. I could have died from alcohol. Could have died years ago on nights when I drove drunk. I don't do that anymore, only because I got a DUI. So I learned my lesson, luckily while still saying st staying safe. But I could have easily been one of those people. So I'm not going to judge it, but yeah. Um, I'm also out of toilet paper. I know that was a random switch. I'm going to try and lighten things up a bit. <laughs> I don't know why there's just this feeling when you don't buy toilet paper and then I literally have like paper towels ripped up in my bathroom and there's just this feeling where you're like, mm. why did I not buy toilet paper? Uh, how old am I? I'm old enough that I should have backup toilet paper. I'm old enough that I shouldn't wait till the last roll is down to just a few couple last squares I wait till it's down to like the last eight squares and I'm like I better go buy toilet paper but I gotta be in the right mood to buy toilet paper because sometimes I'm just extremely self-conscious and I go to the store and I'm like I don't want to be that girl walking around with toilet paper I feel like anytime I'm walking around with toilet paper people are just looking at me like that girl needs to shit I don't know why I can't just be peeing just automatically assume that people look at the toilet paper and think she's going to go shit when she gets home. Maybe it's because that's how I look at other people buying toilet paper. <laughs> I'm also spending way too much of my life thinking that other people are even considering what the fuck I'm doing. They don't give a shit, I'm sure. Or maybe they do. I spend a lot of time looking at strangers. 
but I'm just I'm very intrigued by people. But I think the majority of people are just, you know, usually in their own head, not really worrying about what others are doing. I wrote a note that I don't know what it means. I think it says Tony. No clue. No fucking clue. That's a little scary. Oh, Tony. Now I know what it is. Tony is the father who lost his son. I'm an idiot. Jesus Christ. I just made these notes before I started it, and I'm already confused. I think when you have a month to six weeks of a lot of death, a lot of sad or trauma, or your brain is overloaded. My brain is overloaded. I don't know why I'm talking about yours. My brain gets overloaded. Cause like all this stuff is happening, but then I'm still just walking down the street, going to the gym. And you're like, am I just doing this fucking mundane things every day for what? The world becomes a little bit weird. Cause he's, I just start thinking like, I don't, what am I? Just fill in time. Just got these hobbies and things I do to fill time. Besides the time that I'm on stage, which I love, but I mean, if I'm lucky, that's what, 20 minutes a night? If I'm lucky, because I don't have shows every single night. Tonight I went to a show where I did eight minutes and I just wasn't in the mood, so it was kind of awkward. And then you leave like, oh, what did I just do? Nothing. Talked about some shit that isn't funny. Could be funny. Since I wasn't in the mood, I didn't make it that funny. And anytime I feel bad, I just get mad at myself. Because if I turn on the news, I'm like, I'm the fucking... Uh, one of the luckiest people in the world. I have an ex-boyfriend who always would tell me, you are luckier than 95% of people in the whole world. He might have said 99%, but I'm going to switch it to 95. And he's right. But it's also weird. I mean, I, I try and tell myself that all the time. I'm so lucky. I'm very lucky. I'm extremely lucky. And I tell myself that, and then I'm still just like, so what do I do now? Got all this luck. What do I do with it? I try and make the best. Try and be very nice to people. Uh, I just want to perform. Make people laugh. Have some fun. But it's also hard when you see other people in pain. Am I still just supposed to walk around being like, sorry, you're in pain, but I'm so lucky. 
but when he would say that he meant like out of the whole world which is true and i think a lot of people i don't know if i want to say americans or just people a lot of people take it for granted that you know we're lucky to you know talk about running out of toilet paper i'm lucky to have a toilet really i mean that sounds stupid but it's true there's plenty of people living in the world who probably never seen a toilet and shit in a dirt hole or something i'll tell you what i'm older i'm in my 40s and i gotta say the majority of conversation with my family now about who's sick, what ailments, getting old. It's depressing. I mean, not really, not for me. I don't, I'm fine. I don't mind. But you just hear more, you know, more people are getting sick. Your parents, aunts and uncles, family members, whatever. I do sometimes kind of trip out on my age, though, because it is weird. Like, I'm single. I'm trying to meet men. I'm very lonely. I don't, wanna, I don't want a boyfriend. I just I like to have somebody talk to or something, you know? Maybe it's just a flirtation. But I feel like I still handle dating the way I would if I was 30, and I'm like, I'm fucking old. Am I too old to just be like trying to flirt with dudes at bars? Or I guess not. I don't know. Whatever. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. I guess I should just be who I am. I'm a bit of an immature 40-year-old. Mid 40s year old. I will say one thing. I just, I don't, I don't want to have a bunch of, I don't want to have sex with strangers. But I want to have sex. I want to, I want to have a lot of fun before I get too old. You know? I guess when I was younger, I never thought that I'd get to an age where you're like, oh, at some point, it's probably going to become sad to have a one-night stand. <laughs> I should go out and keep doing it right now before it gets too bad. And like I said, I did, that's the problem. I don't want one-night stands with strangers. But I also have nobody, I have no prospect, I have no prospects so the next person I meet is going to be a stranger. And not that I have to have a one-night stand. Ugh, I think I'm being very confusing right now. If you know me, you know that I babysit a lovely 
to going on three soon child who's leaving me tomorrow for six weeks, which I think is okay. I've been babysitting for a year and a half. I love the kid to death, but, you know, I think I need to change a little bit. But at the same time, and Christina always says I sound creepy because I say I get my intimacy from a thrill. It's not sexual. It's just, I mean, this kid hugs me a lot, and there is a, you know, there's a certain amount of, there's just love. It's good love. I love this kid. We hang out for hours a day. We hug. It's beautiful. So I am a little, I'm excited for the break. Spending that much time with a two going on three-year-old can be, try your patience. But I am, I am a little nervous. I will miss the hugs. Is that sad? I don't care if it is or not. Anybody who has kids, I'm sure, would understand what I'm saying. And people who don't have kids will be like, uh, are you sounding creepy? I'm not at all. Not at all. I hope this was worth the month wait. I'm sure it was. I don't know. I, uh... I love, I love performing so much. I love doing stand-up. But, you know, there's also just something that I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I, where you just hit up, I hit a point where I'm like, so, I guess I'm definitely just doing this as a hobby right now. I don't know if that makes sense, but. It's just, it's hard to, I can't, I'm having a hard time seeing a path to to real success. I'm having a really hard time seeing how I'm going to get enough success that I can really do it full time. And I know it's not, I know it's possible. It's just hard. You know, I just, I go to random shows every so often, a, a couple times a week. I guess the older I get, the more I, I look back and see, like, a lot of regret and things I did wrong. A lot of people I started stand-up with doing, like, open mics. A lot of them are extremely successful now, and I can't help. I try not to look in the past because that doesn't do any good. I mean, you can learn from the past, but regret doesn't help a lot. But I just see how I was like, oh, fuck. I did so many things wrong. Every time I went out to do stand-up, I think my only thought was just fun. I want to be funny, I want to make people laugh, and doing stand-up is really fun. 
And then I see all these people that are successful, and I'm like, oh, they went out with a business mind. <laughs> and I just, up until the last couple of years, it, that just, it's just complete ignorance. It never was in my head. I just did not have that. It just didn't, didn't cross my mind. It's not like I thought about it and thought, ah, no. I'm not going to do that. I just, I don't know. I'm an idiot in a lot of ways. But you know what? I've always treated people very nice. That's something. That is something. All right. I'm going to try and do this every week again. I feel bad that I took that much time off. I just honestly, I couldn't get on here I, I, there was a couple of times I tried, and I'm like, I can't get on and talk about myself. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Just too many people I saw in so much pain. And... No. Anyway. If you're watching this, or if you're listening, I greatly appreciate you. And... Like I always say, well, if you're still here at this point, then you're probably already a fan. Uh, but for some more fun, for just silly, ridiculous fun, tune in to Jill and Off podcast with Christina Walkinshaw and me because we have a lot of fun on that one. <laughs> Silliness, nothing too heavy like this, but... New episodes every Monday for Jill and Off. And I will try and do this one more often. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. If you'd like to make a donation to my life fund, uh, Venmo at Jen Murphy Comedy. Or just come to a show. Or you can buy some merch. I got koozies for sale. I'm done. Thank you. Love you. Hearts forever. Bye.